0: All right, let's see if we can get through this week with no cracks or pop holes or whatever. I was talking to Jeff Thompson. He gave me some tricks, but I didn't have time to implement them. And so hopefully next week I'll get something better. I'll get this down. Maybe I'm just being, you know, too nitpicky. I don't know. You know, once you start listening to yourself on the headphones, it's like you, know, you start getting paranoid. You know, you got to sound perfect as, as if as if I'm a broadcaster or something. You know, it's kind of funny, actually. Yeah, how vain I have become with oh, it's gonna sound perfect, but I don't want any static. So anyway, let me tell you what's happened this week. Friday uh, was it the ninth? I think it was the ninth. I'll have to look at the calendar. I think it was the ninth. Yeah, Friday the ninth. I went to the Walcott show. Now, Walcott is the world's largest truck stop. Okay, it's just an amazing show. You know, so if you go to T.W.K. Trucking with Kingfish. Same name as the podcast. You'll see the, um all the videos I took there. Here's what you'll see. You'll see some antique trucks, you'll see some newer trucks, and you'll see a lot of chrome, and you'll see a lot of shine. It's just the, the, the amount of detail these guys put in their vehicles is just phenomenal. It's a beautiful show, and it's a beautiful truck stop. It's nicely laid out. There's plenty of room for parking you know, and everybody I approached, I must've took 300 photographs a day, easily, easily over 300 photographs. And everybody at that show was very welcoming, very accommodating. You know, it was like, you know, I would say, Hey, you know, I love your truck. Can I get a photo with you? And they're like, yeah, no problem. Because here's the thing. <laughs> I don't know why this is, but you know that thing where people have their dogs, and their dogs start to look like them, or they look like their dogs? Well, with big trucks, it's the same kind of thing. Big trucks do that, too, okay? You know, the owners of the trucks start to look like their trucks. Or maybe their trucks start to take on characteristics of them, I don't know. But either way, it's pretty cool. And it's it makes the truck more, I don't know, it just gives it more life when you can get the owner in there. And I didn't have one single person turn me down, you know, for all the photos I took. Now, if you go to the YouTube channel, there's part, this part one is, you know, a lot of that kind of stuff. And then part two, that first truck, take a look, try to, you know, pause some of that and look at the detail. This guy had like like a display case for die-cast cars, or sorry, trucks in the back of the cab, and also between the landing gear. The landing gear pad was a piston, truck piston, and it was amazing. The inside of his trailer was this, um, I don't know, it was like a, uh, uh, panels, and it was done to the theme of the good and the bad and the ugly. I saw it, and I was like, oh, my God, that's the good and bad and the ugly movie. It, it was amazing, the in- nicest in, you know inside trailer I've ever seen, most detail I've ever seen on a truck. Uh, the guys gave me a tour of the truck. It was just amazing, and then on the um, where the you know the the frame of the tractor, right there below where the fifth wheel is, you know, <laughs> this was this was a trip. They had a bunch of die-cast cars mounted right there, and it was all the diecast cars that the owner of the company had. You know, he had the actual cars, and so those are the ones he put up there. And the side of the trailer was hand-painted and the inside murals or murals i believe were also hand-painted uh you know so there's this french guy marcel i mean he, it's just a beautiful job it was one of the nicest trucks i saw that whole day and you know what have all the i mean don't get me wrong i met a lot of nice people that day but of all the crews those guys were like really willing to show the trucks off they were really proud of their trucks they liked where they were working you could tell there was you know they were really happy to be there. There wasn't one other their drivers that was on site that just wasn't motivated and it was really cool to see. I really liked that. you know they answered every question I had, and they were pointing things out that I never would have saw in that truck if they didn't if if I wasn't there or if they weren't there like the the die cast trucks built into the landing gear. I didn't see that till he pointed it out to me, and I was like, "Oh my God, you know the frame rails between the 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 landing gear." On the trailer, there was a display case for <laughs> diecast trucks. I couldn't believe it. I was like, oh, my God, this is insane. So, anyway, we spent all day at Walcott, and it was just it was it wonderful. It was a wonderful show, and I hope you guys go check the video. If you go check the video, call me at, you know, leave me a message, 414-666-1926. It's 414-666-1926, and let me know what you think of that show, okay, and the way you think of my the way I did those videos. Uh, good or bad, it doesn't matter. I, I can take the constructive criticism. If you don't hear the, the, the bad stuff, you can't get any better, right? So by all means, give me a call and let me know what that is. So anyway, uh, after that, I went home. I didn't get home till like 3 in the morning because I got into Chicago. Then I drove over to Davenport, got a hotel room Thursday night, went to the show Friday, then went home. Didn't get home till like 3, 4 in the morning, Saturday. Then got up, went to the another car show saturday and i was gonna do more photos there but after i got there they found out oh you gotta have a press pass it was a local car show they they said you had to have a press pass and you can't shoot photos and i'm looking around i'm like well but everybody's shooting photos they're just using their phones oh oh we we, uh you know they said you know that they don't want uh the bigger cameras because for some reason i don't know they they said something about protecting the girls there or something. I'm like, w- what are you talking about? I said, I'm going to show you the stuff that I do, and I'll send you a copy of everything because this is for a veterans thing. So I always support the vets. And they said, uh, no, no. I said, oh, I was really surprised. Well, they wanted, and then they were like, wanted to charge me twenty bucks, and I was like, eh, you know what? Uh, no, I'll pass. Um, you know, I, I worked too hard to get the photos cleaned up. I'm not going to pay 20 bucks to, to, you know, take photos of the cars. I'll wait till next week. There'll be another show with the same cars and I'll be able to take photos there and it'll be more welcoming. If you see the, if you go to the, the, the YouTube channel, TWK, Sharking the Kingfish, you'll see the, uh, some of the video I did an um, there. Oh, damn it. Try not to do those. You'll see some of the shots I've done and some of the car shows I've done, and then of course the the, the walcott show. So anyway, that's what's happened this week. Uh got a lot going on. It was a busy week. It went really fast. A lot faster than I wish it would have. So I don't know. All right. That being said, let's get on with the show. I've been rambling too much, but it was an exciting week. The walcott show was just amazing. And then the the local car show here was kind of a bust. I took my car, but it nothing, wasn't that exciting. Um, but it was a veteran's thing, you know, raise money for PTSD and uh, service animals. And, and that's cool. I'm down with that. You know, we'll always support the vets, you know, because uh, we should. There should be no question about that. We're willing to send these guys off to do stuff, something that we aren't going to do ourselves. We should support these guys. You know, it should be no question. So, anyway, let's uh, get moving on. So, here we go. Jeremiah Craig, let's get on with the show. Keeping that hammer down all across the nation. Checking cities off his list sharing stories of the road right here on his station you are listening to the kingfish yes you've tuned in to the kingfish radio network Mm. expand your mind on the open road with Kingfish, right here. All right, here we go. This this one is a little stupid. Well, not a little stupid, a lot stupid. Over there, in, in, in the, the, just for full disclosure, a lot of this information I'm getting from CDL Life. Yeah, they post some great stuff. They got some good writers over there. So anyway, and, and a lot of it comes from Google news searches and things like that and then uh, press releases, I sign up for those. So here's what we got. Over in Streetsboro, Ohio, okay, July 5th at 1 p.m., this is the afternoon. Drivers going down a road and he hits a light pole, knocks it down, you know, light, light power pole, it's a power pole basically. All right, he blows a point two two seven. The legal limit for drivers, of course, in Ohio is .04 because we're held to a higher standard, but .227, That's five times the legal limit. Is this guy insane? All right, don't drink and drive, drivers. I know most of you know this, but apparently some of us don't. So, you know, I'm sure he'll lose his license. It's embarrassing. I'd be embarrassed. Wait till you get home. Sit back, relax. Wait till you get home and can relax and then have your beer. All right, let's get moving on. Okay, I ran across this article during the week. It's it's not about drivers, but it's about snowplow drivers or snow driver, you know, the plow, plow guys, I'll get it out, so basically, you know, during the winter, the most important guys in a road are the snow plow guys, right, I mean, it's, these guys do an important job for us, now, apparently, over in, I didn't know what the averages were, but they were just talking about in this article, over in New York, the average is, uh, Syracuse, New York, I think it was, uh, oh, here we go, Syracuse, New York, often dubbed the snowiest city, the snowiest city in the United States, I would have thought it was Buffalo, but on average, receives 117 inches of snow a year. That's 117 inches, okay? Now, the snowiest Japanese city in yeah, Japan, I don't think it's snowing, I think it's Japan, is Sapporo on the northern island of Hakokita, Akito Hikido, I'm probably not saying that right, which checks in at 235 inches a year. All right, That's pretty dramatic. That's twice as much as Syracuse the snowiest place in America. Now, the Jap- Japan's snowiest city with a population over 300,000 would be Amori, Amori, A-O-M-O-R-I. Amora. I'm, once again, I'm not saying it right, so bear with me. On uh, The northern tip of Japan's mainland of Honshu coming out at 263 inches a year. Yeah, it's a lot of snow, right? You think that's a lot of snow, right? I thought it was a lot of snow, too. But then Tumachi... Uh, Takamachi T-O-K-A-M-C-H-I Takamachi, I think that's how you say it. It's Japan's snowiest small city With a population of 54,000 It gets 460 inches Of snow a year Alright 460 inches And the guys who You know, the guys who plow those these has got to be amazing human beings You know, they have to use GPS So they even know where the road is you know, one guy goes through and he maps out where the road is, and then the rest of the guys come through and just dig the road out. It's a, it's just an amazing, you know, how much snow these guys get. You know, but uh imagine they're really skilled at their job since they don't do it just a little bit of the year. They do it for quite a bit. Imagine that 460 inches of snow. Oh, my goodness, that would shut us down here. I couldn't even imagine what it would do to Milwaukee. So, all right. Let's get moving on. All right. There's another one where I'm going to butcher the names, okay? So bear with me. I'm not doing this on purpose. Now, over, uh, this is landslides earlier in the week, landslides, blocks, Jammu-Sarindagar Highway, uh, J-A-M-M-U-S-R-I-N-A-G-A-R Highway. This is over in India, okay? This can happen anywhere, drivers are drivers, doesn't matter where you're from. We deliver the freight. The trucks are just a lot more colorful, and well, more personalized than ours. That's for sure. But it is cool. It would be easy to find your truck in a parking lot. I would think so, anyway. Beautiful truck. Some of the designs on these Indian trucks are just amazing. Love to go over there one day and just drive one for the hell of it. So anyway, the the Jammo Sharinger National Highway was closed. And if you know, could somebody call me and tell me if I'm how to say that properly? was closed for traffic following a massive landslide triggered by heavy rains in Raboon District. Thousands of truckers have been left stranded as the highway remained blocked for the six day. Six days, in the, you know, this this uh, was blocked. So the drivers ran out of food. You know, they're drinking water, toilet facilities, of course. Doesn't say if they get, uh, they get the mess cleaned up, but hopefully uh, our brethren over there in India that drive trucks will get past this. Road closure and get to where they need to go without too much more hardship doesn't matter where you're from doesn't matter what you look like you're a driver, and we're all going through the same hardships, whether it's here in America, India, Ireland Saudi Arabia whatever it's all the same stuff you know we're the lifeblood we're the lifeblood we're the people who get the stuff there, and without us, the system shuts down so to my Indian uh, brothers over there. Uh, drivers, just, you know, my hat's off to you guys because I know you've been kicking ass with COVID, delivering oxygen and stuff like that. And, yeah, you know, this, this is the last thing you guys need. So, all right, let's get moving on. Well, this is what I've been talking about, human smuggling. Texas trucker sentenced to federal prison for smuggling 119 people in trailer. I didn't save any of them died. I doubt if they did. Thank God they didn't. But uh, here's what he's got. The load was supposed to have lettuce, July 8th, they pulled this 32-year-old guy. He's 32 years old. It's, he's, he's a baby. That's nothing. All right, so he's got sentenced to fifty months in his federal prison to be followed by three years of supervised release. And because he did it in a commercial vehicle, he'll probably never get a hazmat license ever again. And he may never get a commercial license. I'm not sure of the rules on that, but I imagine human smuggling is pretty high up there with taking away your license forever. So anyway... That's what you get, you know. I don't know what they're going to pay him to do it or what happened or maybe, you know, whatever. But, you know, this is the price you're going to have to pay if you do this shit, all right? So think twice about human smuggling. Or don't think twice about it. Just don't do it, all right? It's evil. It's evil shit, okay? So don't do it. Let's get moving on. Well, I don't know how this is going to turn out, but it's not something I predicted and I can show you that. But Night Swift, Swift, I said that, Swift, Swift. Knight Swift enters LTL Arena with 1.35 billion acquisition of AA Cooper. So I don't know. I hope the best for them, but I don't know. Get my I don't get my doubts on that one. So keep up the good luck on that one, right? All right, unbelievable. So what else do we got here? Oh, the Steam Club. They're going to be running that steam engine again. It's going to start in August. It's going to leave from Cheyenne, Wyoming to Sydney, Nebraska. It's traditionally what it used to run, so that'll be a nice run. Oh, wait, what am I saying? It went the other way. It went to Ogden, Utah. and didn't go to Nebraska. Then it's going to go from Sydney, Nebraska to North Platte. That's going to start August 5th and 6th. Uh, You know what? It's a long list. Next week I'll get the computer to read it off. It'll sound a lot better than me anyway. It'll just be ridiculous if I do it. So anyway, that's all I got this week. Not too much going on. Uh, of course, the A.A. Cooper deal with Swift—that's a big deal. Uh, what else is going on? Of course, uh, every other post is about a driver shortage. Uh, you know, with goods and services, gasoline—expect gasoline thing shortages because the driver shortages. You know, the same old nonsense. I don't know, I don't know, I just gotta wonder about that. How is there a driver shortage all of a sudden? We can't get gas to the gas stations, we always did it before. So, I don't know. Is there really a driver shortage? I don't know. It's kind of hard to say. You know, some companies are having a hard time getting people, but, you know, who knows what that really means. All right. What else we got going on? Oh, Shell Rotella, that's coming up at the end of July. I think it's the 29th, 28th, 29th, something like that. It's a three-day event. I would definitely be going to that. And then, of course, I just did Walcott. Make sure you go to the webpage, the the YouTube channel, TWK, uh, TWK Trucking the Kingfish. Um, you'll find the YouTube videos for the Walcott show. I think you'll enjoy those. That being said, that's all I got today. All right? Kingfish out. Stay of trouble. Get over for tow trucks. Get over for tow trucks, drivers. You know, I might as well throw some stuff in there. Get, get over for tow trucks. Um, check out that hot logic stove I've been telling you about. You'll find the information in the show notes. And mm, that's pretty much it. All right. Have a safe week. Let's get through 2021. Okay. Peace out.